This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And um, the intention of these podcasts are to support you, is to support you, to support you and empower you to start to look at things differently. And um, in a sense, it's an attitude change, perhaps, or a mood change, perhaps, or an orientation and how you focus and what you focus on in life. And um, it takes training. It takes practice and it takes discipline to say, I want a life that makes sense to me. I want a life of meaning. I want a life of fulfillment. I want a life of gratitude. I want a life of beauty and abundance. It takes training to live into that. And I have no doubt that there's you have, as I have, as everyone on this planet, every being has 100% potentiality to fulfill that desire to live in that fulfillment of thriving. Like, oh, I don't have a choice. I've got a really rough life. And it's like, I totally get you may have a really rough life. And what can shift so that you're, whatever the circumstances are you're in, you can come to accept them and allow them to be what they are. And you can find the grace within yourself to appreciate and value who you are inside this experience that you've been given. You know, some of us, it depends on what your perspective is, is but some of us think that and believe in the fact that we've come here in these certain bodies, whichever that is, um, for some purpose, for us to learn something, an, a growth opportunity of whatever magnitude. And, um, and that's what we came here to learn about, to learn to love and accept and appreciate and value what's going on inside our beings, no matter how broken it appears that we are. I think a lot about Stephen Hawkins, um, who was incredibly physically disabled, but brilliant. And it, I don't know how he lived inside that experience of himself. Don't know. Uh, but I am so grateful to have such a person be so courageous uh, in, in living the life that he did live as a, as a model, a role model for that, for us. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today is kind of that, in a sense that we look at other people and their differences, we judge them, and we go, wow, that's how does he do that? You know, David Hawkins or people of color or people of religions that are very ascetic or very, um, very, um, what's the word? Fundamental. Uh, very, con- some life t- lifestyles and choices that are very different from us. And we can say, that's really stupid or that's really hard or that's really, I don't know how they do it. And how we value them, how we see their worth, how we see their differences as something that contributes to life on the planet, life and fulfillment on the planet. That's where we come to know ourselves in the same way. So in a sense, we there's a lot of people who are judging, especially around the political situation here in the United States. <laughs> it's all political uh, or the environmental or or places of business, or places, men, women, sexes, anywhere, we have interpretations. And where we have interpretations, 90% of them happen to be negative, usually, or judgments about people. The funny thing is, I found this really funny when I read this in The Course of Miracles, is 
um, we see something or see someone and make an interpretation before we even have a chance to really be present to that person. So our interpretations come so quickly that what we're actually experiencing and working with are our own interpretations versus the reality of the individual that shows up in front of us. That's really tremendous in terms of, wow, I don't even get to see the person who's in front of me, whether it's a person of color, a different religion, a different language, um, a disability, whatever that is, I don't even get to have my own true authentic response. I'm responding to my own interpretations. So the more I can get clear about that, the more I can begin to honor myself, what my true experience is inside, and get to know (laughs) that if I see a person of color or of nationalities or whatever that is, that I can have an authentic, genuine embracing of them as opposed to my initial interpretations, which may be not even mine, but come through me or lived in me for so long, I don't even know that it's mine or not. So when we become more aware and more awake, we begin to go, oh man, I've been carrying that thought forever and it's been influencing me in a way that I, I don't want to be influenced anymore. Or we meet people and initially we go, oh, they're fat or they're skinny or they're brown haired or they're uh, whatever it is, curly hair, whatever we have that is our, our first initial response, we go, wow, isn't that interesting? That's the first thing I see as opposed to um, this human being the spiritual being in this human human body, in this human form, in this human circumstance. It's big, it's big work, but that's where this spiritual immersion process is going, I believe, because as we're able to focus more on how we're seeing other people, we're going, wow, what's inside of me that influences me to see that in that way? How come, how come I see things that way? How come I don't see from a place of love how come I see things from a place of lack? That's that's me. I mean, that's not me. It's how I trained. I've been trained or was, you know, in a sense, inherited from my culture or from my, um, my uh, the attitudes of my parents or whatever it is. I am now doing that because there's an entrainingment of that or a domestication to think that way. And now I have to train myself through this spiritual spiritual immersion process to train myself to do it different. Um, It really allows me to really notice my judgments, my interpretations about others, but also then of myself. If I'm judging, you guys have heard this many times from other people too. If you're judging somebody is lacking, it's a reflection of where you yourself feel you're lacking, but you can't yet accept or acknowledge. And so we project it onto other people as faulty or weak or failures or lacking value or unlovable. Those, all of that, right? It's all of it. Who could love that person? And it's like, oh my God, they actually have a partner. (laughs) They have people who love them. How that's, you know, all that stuff, all that stuff. So this I've done, this is my third podcast today. And in this sort of, in this mini thesis, it's like really getting to know um, through this process of spiritual immersion. It's like, we have to decide where are we going to focus our attention? 
where will I focus my intention and attention? It will it be on um, how I got nothing to do today? It's a Labor Day weekend and and nobody's around and man, it's kind of quiet and it's not even sunny out. It's supposed to be sunny. I can go on and on and on about that. Or I can go, all right, I can do some podcasts today, hang out with you guys, can make a great lunch, have a friend over for dinner later on, maybe get some painting in and all kinds of good stuff happening. It's not sunny, which means I don't have to worry about it being too hot. All kinds of things I can be grateful for. It just is a matter of where we put our focus and attention and how I see myself as worthy of a great day, how I see all of us as worthy and and in perfect love. In The Course in Miracles, it says, I am as God created me and, and I'm perfect love. And I am perfect love. And everyone on the planet is perfect love. The only thing that gets in the way is my thinking about that. And you're thinking about that. And we're all having the same challenge of getting to see ourselves as perfect love. You know, we're here to learn to love. We're here to learn to live in in love as in being a loving being to ourselves and others. And, and we have to see that that's what every one of us is doing. Every one of us is challenged to um, feel great. Everyone is challenged to with the idea that I don't know how to do me. Everyone is challenged with, I don't know how to do me in this moment, in this circumstance. Every single one, if, you, if you're sitting someplace listening to this, just look around and see the people around you. They are struggling too with, I don't know how to do me. I don't know how to be me in this circumstance. And we can begin to have compassion for them as as much as, if not more for ourselves. And the more compassion we have for ourselves, it kind of grows. The more we, more we have compassion for ourselves, we kind of, it automatically responds to more compassion for other people. Now, you might not be here yet. You may not be interested in compassion. You may just be in the suffering part of you. And much like some of my clients, it's like they're just very resistant to seeing it a different way. And if that's so, just accept the resistance. Accept that that's where you are in this minute. That you're not ready. That's a beautiful thing when people say, I'm not ready. I have a lot of self-doubt and I'm not ready to take on the idea that I can really have what I want. It's excellent. Thank you for that clarity. Thank you for that truth. Know that for yourself. It takes a lot of pressure off you and it takes a lot of pressure off the world. You're not ready. If you're not ready, you're not ready. And that's it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep on trucking on. And 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 I don't mean that in any way, but just keep being you in in the you that you are and see what unfolds. And at some point you'll go, okay, I'm ready. Much like with anyone who's got a substance abuse problem, a substance abuse issue, and they don't want to give it up. <laughs> I don't blame them. You know, I don't blame them because having some place to go where you can be in denial and and ignorance and avoidance of what it feels like to be in this human body, you know, it's a it's it's it is what it is, but at some point you realize, "Hey, this is harming me more than it is helping me." And that's the breaking point where it's like, "Wow, I'm really 
I'm about, <laughs> I'm not that far away from killing myself here. Is this really the way I want to go? Whether it's food or um, pharmaceuticals or alcohol, or whether it's um, um, an, a behavior like prost uh, prostitution or pornography, whatever it is, it's it's what we we use to to avoid and and just lessen some of the the challenging experiences in the world. In the uh, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it says restless, irritable discontent is the source of all addictions. And whether that's you know, if, you know when I was a kid, if I felt bad. I'd, I'd, I'd blame myself. It's like, okay, I mean, if I see that things aren't going well in the house, I go, oh, it must be my fault. That was my addiction. I always went to, it's my fault. I better do something. I better make other people happy. And that what became my addiction is to make other people happy. That was a very self-defeating purpose. In a sense, I learned to survive that way, but it didn't grow my capacity to love myself. It just continued that sense like there's something wrong with me, so I better keep looking good so that other people don't reject me. That's that. So what I want for you, if as long, it, it's going to take the time it takes. It's going to take when it's, when you're ready, you'll be ready. And then you'll be ready for as long as you're ready. And then you might take a dive again. I can't tell you the number of times I've fallen off the wagon with whatever um, addiction I'm working on or habit or patterning I'm working on. You know, I, I give up sugar and wheat and I do really well. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I want a hamburger with or a hot dog with a hot dog bun. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I do that. And I can call it falling off the wagon. But it's like, no, it's a it's a choice to do that. Anyway, we have all ways of being on the planet. And I am just extraordinarily honoring of you being you and having the experience that you're having. And just know, if nothing else, that I know you are having that experience. And um, for that, for myself, I'm grateful. And uh, I'm sending you big hugs and love and prayers. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. <laughs>